Brain Buster Boys are brought to you by Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Professional wrestling is a form of theater that revolves around an armed combat performed entering similar to the kind used in boxing by contrast. Authentic wrestling matches are usually played on a mat not enclosed with ropes. The dramatic aspects of pro wrestling may be performed both in the ring or as in televised wrestling shows in backstage areas of the venue. In similar form to reality television. You ready? Let's do it. Buster Boys, episode 105. My name is Brett Jagger, along with the guy, the guy. Beaumont Rand. The, How are you? The guy uh, <laughs> today, yeah, you know, today for, you know, I'm great, oh, man, the, uh, and I'm, yeah. I'm kicking off Derby Week, uh, you know, yes. um, I'm pretty, uh, pretty good. Uh, I don't know, I had like a pretty like uh, nice day at work, but no, I'm excited. I mean, this is obviously one of the bigger weeks in town. And uh, yeah, yeah, excited to really kind of, you know, especially when it gets later in the week, you know, Wednesday, <clears throat> Thursday, Friday, you know, probably more Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you know, yep. sort of, it's sort of the, it's sort of the, the witching hour, if you will. Oh, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big week here in the state, uh, state of Kentucky, city of Louisville, as you said, Kentucky Derby on Saturday, Kentucky Oaks on Friday. Thurby on Thursday, as they call it. I'll be going to that for the first time. And uh, yeah, we were just talking about it off air, but I'll be chauffeuring, like mm-hmm. wearing, I'll be like, so full suit, yeah. you know, going into the airport with a fucking card with the oh, person's wow. name on. Like that is, that will be what I'm doing well, and, if I have. Oh, and I bet you'll have pickup. good conversations too. Like, I bet you'll meet some like interesting cats, you know. It should be very, in- and it's obviously not all airport stuff, but that's a bulk of what they yeah. do. But, uh, I imagine Oaks and Derby both will be kind oh, yeah. of, well, you well, know, I, a I, shit I, show. Like, who the hell knows what I'll be doing? Well, but, also uh, imagine too, if, if there are people with a lot of money, you guys be going to Bowman yeah. Field, you know, because yeah. that's where people with a lot of money. If you have like charter planes and stuff, yeah, you know, yeah. so yeah, that'd be interesting as well. But yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, just a exciting week here in Louisville, as you said. Just a lot of action here. So. Uh, oh yeah, and well, and today, like <clears> when <throat> I walked the Highlands, you know, during doing my usual walk, it was very, uh, very dead. Like I don't know, it's like mid fifty degrees, and I think actually um, for Oaks, it's supposed to be like high of, or I think Oaks maybe it's like a high in the low seventies, and Derby it's a high in the upper eighties. So I think it's going to be oh wow, pretty ideal weather, you know, for you know. Uh, 
a, an event that's usually kind of on the extremes, like super hot or super cold, yeah. you know, which I'm down for that. Cause like, if I'm like wearing like sport coat and bullshit, you know, like, you know, the, the, um, cooler weather, the, the more springtime weather is more welcome. Absolutely. Yes. So, uh, Big week last week in the NFL had the NFL draft and WWE both started. uh, They started their draft last Friday. NFL draft happened Thursday through Saturday. We're going to be talking about both. Um, And as you've probably heard in the cold open, I would assume and will hear this is the return of BBB narrative, which uh, we are very, very excited to bring you. Vince and the Machine, as yes. the title is here, uh, part one of five, maybe we'll uh, we'll see. Yeah, 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 see yeah, 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 something like out. that. Five, five has usually kind of been. I don't think we've done uh, outside of like the focus. Actually, the last two, you know, um, one and two parter. But yeah, other than that, yeah, it's gonna <clears throat> gonna be very, very, very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's talk, uh, and we'll we'll of course get into SmackDown as we are now a SmackDown podcast for those who have listened the last couple of weeks, and we hope you enjoyed uh, the interview with Aaron Williams last week as much as we did because uh, that was a great, great conversation. And what a yeah. dude! Looking forward to uh, mixing it up with him in the near mm-hmm. future. I'm sure. Oh yeah, no, I love that guy. He's a cool cat. Yeah. Maybe we'll get some. Maybe we'll get some beers with them or something. Maybe we'll get some. some maybe we'll get some beers or play some Mortal Kombat or a power bomb me. One of the yeah. three. One of the, <laughs> just, one of the... just don't. Just don't fart on him when he does. Oh it. God, yeah. <laughs> I love that answer. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, that was awesome. And uh, more interviews likely to be coming. We have uh, not going to say who yet, but we did have another verbal commit from. Someone with the Derby City Wrestling affiliated, and uh, we're gonna hope to be bringing you more, uh, more interviews with wrestlers or wrestling related figures, yeah. uh, well, here in I, the near future. Yeah, We've and, got and, some ideas, and I know, speaking of interviews, is our wrestle art stuff there yet? I don't know, so I know I've seen they've started to post, yeah, like, no, I have two yeah, videos. Yeah. I did check one of them, and it wasn't on there yet. So I'll have I'll check in with our good friend John, John, and, uh, yeah, see when that's going to be up. Yeah, because uh, we we each did a few uh, backstage, so to speak, or outside right. behind the building uh, interviews there that we uh, presume will be on their YouTube page at some point. But uh, yeah, excited to be going back there June. 3rd. Third, I think it is. I believe and so. Then yeah. Derby City Wrestling the weekend before May twenty eighth. So uh, no, yeah, more, more in- day weekend. Yeah, Big- more indie shows coming up as well. But uh, yeah, a lot of excitement here uh, here in BBB land. Oh, these yeah, days. yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah. Um, speaking. So when I went to Nashville this past week, and I got I got this little tidbit. Um, so I've never really been a big Nashville fan. You know, up yeah. until now, like I, I remember every time I kind of went, I was just sort of like I, I would go past like the strip of country bars and be like, ah, you know, this is sort of not my thing. And I'd go see a show. And then we would like go out somewhere that was seemed like off the beaten pathway. And I was always like, oh, what's the big deal about Nashville? But when I went down and it, um, when was the last time you had been? It's been a bit for sure. I would say probably like five before COVID, probably five, six years. Okay. I've been like three times, but yeah, it's been a while. Well, well yeah, I, I was just so super like, like the city looked like extremely modern, like you're, you know, like, like all these new, like big high rises and stuff. Um, Interesting. And I changed my tune on Nashville because like so many shows, like I'll come across, I'll be like, ah, oh, it's in Nashville. I don't, you know, but now I'm yeah. like, oh, I want to go back home. Like I literally almost nearly waited, we, or we literally almost nearly waited the longest brunch light I've ever seen in my entire life. Two <laughs> oh, hour man. wait. 
And you did it or no, did no, not? No, no, we didn't. Okay, we I was going to say almost. that's nonsense. Oh, yeah. Well, and I mean, we had to argue with one person in our crew. I had to be like, no, we're not waiting two hours for brunch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, like this is silly. Ridiculous. But yeah, that was like the biggest like to-do thing for like, it was a place called Milk and Honey. And yeah, there were just people mm. sprawled out everywhere. And I had to stand in this long line, super hungover, like, you know, really <laughs> cramped in. Yeah, it was, it was gross. But, but, fun. but yay, Nashville. Yeah. I changed my team. Yeah, I'm not a fan of like the main strip. <laughs> There's Rossi. I'm not a fan. Ross. Quiet. <laughs> you hear him like whining there yeah, too. Idiot. Dolt. Um, but yeah, I'm not really a fan of like the main strip, the Broadway area. It's like once you see it once, that's, you know, that's, that's yeah. enough. Oh, yeah. There's definitely some like cooler mm-hmm. neighborhoods and like the Vanderbilt area and yeah. things like that. Yeah, so, see, like, see, once you like branch time. out mm-hmm. in Nashville, it definitely gets better. But, but, but man, like like some of their downtown, we stayed close to Hattie B's because my cousins were like, we got to go to Hattie B's, get fried chicken. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Like classic about <clears throat> chicken. And like the place we saw our show, we went and saw Neil Francis, who's like a New Orleans jazz guy. Yeah. And um, it was called Brooklyn Bowl and it was a bowling alley in a venue. I've heard of that. Yeah, venue. it was yeah. so cool. You know, I That's was tight. I, I was beyond impressed. That was the show. Oh, it was excellent. Like this was oh, our yeah. fourth time we've seen them. You know, he's kind of oh, like wow. a jam okay. band guy and they're kind of like a jam band crew. So, you know, that's yeah. sort of the, sort of the I, um, thing. I've heard of him. Never really listen. Like I know songs have like popped on playlists and whatnot, but uh, yeah, I'll have to check him out. No, he is really good. Yeah. Like his, his last album I thought was really varied and interesting hell yeah well my weekend i went back to cincinnati to work the nfl draft for the Bengals, as i do almost every year Mm -hmm. this was my 11th year with the team i think i've probably worked i would guess nine drafts would be my i know i've missed a couple but uh yeah what we do uh i'm part of like the pr staff essentially and after each pick they'll bring so first three rounds, it's head coach and then the coordinator, depending on which side of the ball, which yeah. it was all defense the first two days. So it was a lot of your boy, our Ooh. boy, Lou Anarumo. Louis. Good to have him back in the building for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and then after that, they get the player on a conference call, like, you know, not long after they're picked, which is always interesting. So Miles Murphy, the Bengals first round pick, had rented out a club in Atlanta and invited like 175 people. So it was uh, quite raucous on the other end. Oh, of the I phone. bet it was. Yeah. When like they tell him like, if you could please get in a quiet area and just reporters ask him a few questions, like it's pretty brief, but mm-hmm. uh, in my 10 plus years transcribing quotes, that is one of the toughest ones I've oh, had Lord. to do just because some of the business is like muffled and like inaudible here or there. But uh he was certainly excited, and it's cool to just be around that stuff, too, to, like, you know, hear these kids' reactions when they first get drafted. Oh, yeah, best day in their life. Exactly, you know, yeah. exactly, yeah. Um, so it's always – it's a cool experience to be a part of, but Saturday is definitely a grind because we had five picks, so it's a lot of, all right, press conference, phone call, type, yep. press conference, phone call, and it's just very fast-paced. But, uh, yeah, so uh, what did you uh, think of the Cincinnati Bengals draft? <sighs> And I, I actually, so I like pay attention to the draft from afar. So I need, I'm okay. Gonna, and I I'm, guess I'm if you were out of town, no, yeah, that's yeah. fine. I, I guess uh, I should have asked you ahead of time if you were privy, but given that you were out of town, yeah, I, I, I talk with my barber extensively about it. Well, um, I can hear, I'll run them down. I actually should be able to remember off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, first round defensive end, Miles Murphy from Clemson, second yeah. round. 
cornerback DJ Turner from Michigan, third round safety Jordan Battle from Alabama, fourth round Charlie Jones, wide receiver of Purdue, Jeff Brom, rah, rah. Actually, multiple times the coaches were talking about like Jeff Brom's system and this and that, like being great to get people ready for the pros. So yeah. that's good. good for us here in Louisville. Big plus. Sure, I got to pull it up. Yeah, go. Yeah, but continue. Fifth round running back Chase Brown from Illinois. Sixth, Andre Yosh- Yoshivas from uh, Princeton, freak athlete. Uh, he also is a heptathlete in track and field and apparently has like records in that. So. Punter Brad Robbins in the sixth, which we definitely need a punter, yeah. and then seventh DJ IV cornerback from Miami. But yeah, um, um, so a lot, very defense heavy on the front end, uh-huh. which that's been that way the past couple of years. Yeah. Very offense heavy on the back end. I'm very happy with it. I wanted them to get a corner and a D end in the first three rounds, preferably the first two. And that's, you know, you always hear those are the premium positions. You can never have enough corners and rushers these days in the the NFL. And they certainly address both. I mean, you know, there was a lot of talk about tight end. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. They signed Irv Smith to a one-year deal, kind of hoping they can get the production that they got from Hurst out of him. He's still only like 24, 23. So that's not bad. Yeah. I was and fine. Where did he come I, from? I did, Where's Irv Smith coming uh, from? Minnesota. Minnesota. He's, just, he's had some injuries, so mm-hmm. it's kind of been inconsistent. But when he's played, he's been good. Mm-hmm. So, um, But there was a lot of talk of them taking a tight end at for, in the first because there's a, there a strong tight end class. And Michael Mayer. Yeah. Michael Mayer, who went to my high school, who where, played at Notre Dame. Where'd he go? Uh, he went to the Raiders with it, like yeah. the – very early in the second, gotcha. uh, shortly after Will Levis, <laughs> Will Levis. <laughs> which, <laughs> which I couldn't have been happier to see that slide. Well, it couldn't have been happier. I also like, like rivalry aside, kind of feel bad for him because, like, oh, I'm sure all, I'm, I'm, I'm sure all these guys like <laughs> pumped him full of like, oh yeah, you know, you're gonna get picked. Like, like who the hell was telling him that? You know that you're gonna get yeah. picked top ten. You know, and then like you and your family are on national TV. And then like, I loved it. You talk about how all these kids best of your life. That's probably the most embarrassing day. I loved that it. Guy's life. I didn't, yeah. I didn't feel one iota bad. Not, for that not, not bad. He yeah. puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Um, he just looks like an asshole now, yeah, but yes, it yeah. does stem back to him destroying Louisville two years ago. No doubt about it. Yeah. But, uh, daddy stoops. I kept saying like that, like over the course of the weekend, that I never want to see a draft pick succeed less than yeah. Will Levis. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I want the Titans to fire Mark, Mike Rabel and hire Mark Stoops. No, wouldn't that be hysterical? Just someone you know, had tweeted something like right after. He's like, "Yep, the Titans just got Jake Locker 2.0. Oh yeah, and like you know, I think like in terms of the Titans, like I think like. Vrabel seems to get more out of like that roster, like, like greater than some of its parts, you know, for the last few years. And this year, I think it seemed to kind of crater at the end of this season. Um, So yeah, no, I, I kind of agree, you know, cause it's like, you kind of got, you know, Tanny Hill, like, and I think like you kind of, when they still Take got Malik Willis, who they just drafted last year, who was awful. Yeah. So he's not his, great either. Yeah. And like, man, yeah. Like, Levis's numbers won't like surprise you. I mean, people compare him to like a Josh Allen kind of type, but like, you know, he's yeah. not nearly as big. No. But yeah, like the big arm for sure. And he mm-hmm. can run a little bit as we saw. Um, yeah. But yeah, fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, but, but Bengals wise, though, no, yeah, getting, a, getting one of those D line guys from Clemson. 
always good. Um, secondary going to be important because who did we lose? We lost Jesse Bates. We lost we, um, yeah Bates and Von Bell. So Von we Bell. lost both safeties, which Dax Hill will slide into one of those spots. Who was the first round pick last year, mm-hmm. and then we brought in Nick Scott, who was a free yep. agent from the Rams. So those will be the two starters. Mm-hmm. But um, then they drafted the safety in the third, who is apparently like amazing on special teams, and right. you know just a nice insurance piece in the event of injury. Or you know, Dax Hill's mm-hmm. obviously very unproven. You know, didn't see a ton of time on the field like outside of special teams mm-hmm. last year. But uh, yeah, and then that so the kid from Purdue, Charles. Yeah, Jones, have, is he a slot guy? Yeah, and apparently a really good returner too, which is something the Bengals have lacked for a while. Is a guy like an explosive punt and kick returner. Yeah. So they said he's going to have you know the opportunity to compete for those jobs, and you know he's probably not going to play receiver this year much, just right. because you know we've got Chase and Higgins yeah, uh, and Boyd yeah, yeah, and yeah, Trenton Irwin last year. Who oh yeah, he looks like Adam Cole. Yeah. Looks, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I saw something on Twitter mentioning that, and I was like, yeah, yeah. So, and then, so Chase Brown, the running back probably will play a pretty good amount. I mean, it's so Taylor confirmed pretty much Mixon will be so coming back. Our number will one be guy. the starter. Hope I know they're trying to work out like a pay cut situation with him, which hopefully yeah. that goes through, but I mean, he's certainly got a lot of mileage on him and this kid. Yeah. He was fifth round, but we saw what Isaiah Pacheco for the Chiefs yeah. was a seventh rounder mm-hmm. last year and just fucking steamrolled everyone. Well, and his uh, coach is that um that Burt Bielema guy, you know. Um, oh, and, the old uh, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, coach. yeah. And like that, like, and I think that Wisconsin culture kind of still exists with that. But yeah, just like you know, you know, the, all these like Wisconsin runners always seem to have pretty, pretty solid careers. At least in early on, you have Jonathan Taylor. You have a uh, Melvin Gordon was okay. Yeah. I think who else? Um, when he's he had twenty six hundred yards combined in the last two years and was like I think second in the NCAA in rushing last year. So right. like he's a guy presumably that could come in right away and get carries. So yeah. And then yeah, that Yoshivas guy from Princeton, like I said, total project probably will be inactive all year. But again, like freak freak athlete. It's like six three. You know, can jump out of the gym. You know, track yeah. and field guy. Um, so again, if that's someone like that can pan out, that's, yeah. uh, they kept calling him the lottery ticket pick, you yeah. know, a guy that, you know, won't see the field, you know, at least for a year, maybe never, you know, he may not mm-hmm. ever turn into anything, but there's high upside. And then with the punter, um, if you recall the, uh, AFC championship game kind of ended after we had a shitty punt right. and Lou and, or excuse me, Darren Simmons, special teams coordinator addressed that by saying this guy's best trait is hang time. And he led the NCAA in hang time the last two years. And that is not what Drew Chrisman excels at. So uh, I have a feeling he's probably going to win the job. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm very happy with it top to bottom for sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, we're still a little light at running back and tight end. But, you know, let's see who can kind of step up and emerge. And, you know, I feel pretty good about Irv Smith if he's healthy. So uh, Mm yeah. Didn't take any O linemen, but I mean, you know, the line was pretty good when healthy well, last well, year. Well, yeah, and that, and that and they made like big, you know, free agent acquisitions yeah, and stuff. So and like, Brown on the left, and like you know, Jonah's still here. Yeah. He may play right. Lyle Collins still here. So like between those guys, I feel pretty good about right tackle. Yep. So and you know we've got decent depth, but obviously those are kind of the three areas they didn't address. You mm-hmm. know. 
Um, but we've got Joe Burrow. So yeah, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, you no, know, no, no, a... no, it seemed like a good overall draft, like kind of, you know, defense heavy, but yeah, you know, it, 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 yeah. Yeah, I saw Pete Prisco with CBS, who's kind of like, he always gives his draft grades, gave the Bengals one of four A's. So uh... yeah, no, the, the three that I'm on, this is Bengals.com, Pro Football Focus and A. Yeah, NFL.com and A minus. I don't know who that. Oh, is so it's know. got a bunch of the sources listed. It does there. yeah from yeah. Ch- from Chad nice. Reuter, okay Reuter, and then ESPN, which I assume is behind a paywall because all their draft stuff that I've looked at is behind a paywall. Uh, B plus. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, pretty well regarded uh, throughout the league for yeah, sure across the board. The NFL Draft is here, and the most exciting prospect is the prospect of being perfectly groomed head-to-toe with our friends at Manscaped. Manscaped has long had elite downfield play with their Lawnmower 4.0, but in 2023 they have the rookie sensation Beard Hedger to ensure the face of your franchise is a pretty one. This one-two punch of men's grooming is the best acquisition for any at-home GM. So go to manscaped.com and save some salary cap with our code BBB for 20% off plus free shipping. Tell them more, buddy. Yeah, Manscaped really runs long and hard at the combine. Um, And this year they can help you make the sexy pick without forgetting about your big uglies up front. That's right. The Beard Hedger and Lawnmower 4.0 are a franchise-changing combo that will have you looking at your roster with pride. It'll go up faster than New York Jet. Everyone who saw the Super Bowl knows what can happen with poorly managed grass. That type of ball playing field quality would never happen with the Lawnmower 4.0. This elite electric trimmer is a lock for first round talent. Just look at its explosive talent with RPM. With all that power, the Lawnmower is still the most nimble on the field with its skin safe technology that reduces your nicks and snags with making all the right cuts on hair. In the season of trimming the roster, you're going to give away all those draft picks like the Green Bay Packers just did tonight. Manscaped will make sure you're cutting all the right players, not any important pieces to your D. <laughs> You've now done the dirty work. Now it's time to make sure you look good out there with the Beard Hedger and its 20 positions of precision, just like the 20 players out on a field at one time in football. This powerful cordless yeah. trimmer helps you customize your look with a rotary reel that has 20 links while using only one guard. In football, having a deep O-line may be a good thing, but in the bathroom, having a big D line in <laughs> one guard is just a mess. Plus, it's, here we go. Plus, it's <laughs> single-stroke efficiency. <laughs> Can have you go to a bushy Matt Patricia to that goddamn offensive guru offensive <laughs> yeah i wish manscape could help me shave my ass because we'll go from that to sean mcveigh in no time Someone offensive on guru a my ass yeah. somebody had to type this on a phone if you haven't upgraded your grooming tools already head to manscape for a champion worth roster reset fellas to action oh dear get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code bbb at manscape that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using the code BBB. Go from Mr. Irrelevant to a first-round pick with Manscaped. And I promise you, 
your balls and Sean McVay will thank you. We'll give you that big old hug like they give Roger Goodell every time they get draft picked. You know. Oh man, I can't believe the. I can't the believe they. I can't, guru I, in I, there. I can't believe they put that in there. Yes. So, uh, shall we switch gears to a little uh, WWE draft? Well, let's do it. That's 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 fresh on my mind. So. As Triple H said, it's going to rock the foundation to the core. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Oh man, I um, you know it kind of did. Like you know, it's not like you know there was any sort of movement that was um, unexpected. Yeah, but, you know, like the most like kind of the most not not shocking by any means, but the fact that it was Roman, Heyman and Solo as uh, the bloodline that got drafted to SmackDown without the Usos. And they, you know, we'll talk about it, but lost, you know, their rematch against KO and Sammy, obviously. And even during the match, Heyman getting the call saying, Solo, it's your night. So I think uh, the Usos may find their way out of the bloodline sooner rather than later. And yeah. uh, that's exciting. I mean, we talked last week about we hoped that they didn't win the belts back because then it would go status quo and them losing is much more interesting mm-hmm. from a narrative perspective. Yes. And yeah, we're here. Um, I guess let's just kind of start with it since we're already talking about sure. it. Um the match went 1740 with KO and Sammy retaining the tag team championships over the Usos. I mean, another damn good match and not nothing close to the the five star classic at WrestleMania, obviously. And I mean two commercial breaks, yeah. only got like 17 and a half minutes, but damn good work. You know, the Usos made you believe a couple times that they were gonna get the dubs. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, those super kicks and whenever Sammy yeah. was like he had disappeared for some time. Yeah. 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 Owens was getting fucking trounced yeah. for a while there. Was, yeah. But uh yeah, what'd you think of the match? I went four and a quarter stars on it, uh, yep. but I really enjoyed it. No, I really enjoyed it too. I thought it was plenty exciting and you know, um interference, you know, Solo Sasaki came out um in the <laughs> Then Riddle um, came in certain to get yes, that. Yes, Riddle. So, so, yeah, Riddle got the stop. Yep, so yeah, was it was big. good. Like, like I thought, like my my biggest, like Sammy, Sammy disappeared for a long time, mm-hmm. you know. And I felt like there was a bit much. And I get like that they were really trying to say on the Usos winning, you know, in that part where they were when they were kicking KO's ass a little bit, doing the super kicks and all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I did think Sammy disappeared for for a little bit too long. Um. But no, I thought it was just generally overall really good. You know, just, yeah. you know, like definitely um, was not as good as the WrestleMania one. But, you know, um, like, wasn't it was never really going to be given this spot you no, know, compared yeah. to the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, and they but, got like, I think, over 30 minutes in that. one. Yeah. But but, but I think, you know, for, for what it was and for the time it was given, it was plenty exciting. And I think it, you know, moved the story in a productive direction. Yeah, no doubt. Like you, like we said, that call that came in, like kayfabe wise if riddle doesn't you know make the save there like what happens you know does Mm -hmm. he is he going to attack the usos like i'm i'm curious like what that call exactly was and Heyman saying this is your night yeah so like what do you what do you kind of take from that what do you think that could have been i don't know like i feel like if it's going to be interesting it would be like sort of getting rid of the usos because of like them losing especially now that they've lost two in a row you know, mm-hmm. like I feel like Roman Reigns like is going to want to jettison them or distance himself from them to some degree. Well, so, now yeah, we've got this, 
we've got this six man this Sunday at Backlash now too with this call having taken place and the Usos have to team with Solo now and I, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, you know, if they win, you know, obviously they could still, like, you have Solo maybe get the win. Mm-hmm. You know, I would think if they win, Solo gets the pin. Right. In, you know, and you can kind of still further that fracture. If they lose, I'm guessing one of the Usos takes the pin, and then you have Solo beat them both up after the match, probably. Probably, is kind of yeah. What I would think would happen, but... uh yeah, they're keeping this intriguing. I mean, you know, despite Roman winning and still having the belt, he hasn't been around. But the story's not about him right now. It's about the or it's about the Usos. It's about Solo and what's going to happen there. And I mean, Roman will obviously come when Roman comes. But uh, I'm intrigued, and I think that'll be a hell of a match on Sunday. Do, do you think Roman and Paul Heyman are going to try to get Sammy back into the bloodline if they beat the Usos again? <sighs> Probably not, but that's an interesting thought. And I mean, the Usos point that they've been pushing is Kevin Owens is going to turn his back on you at some, you know, they're just trying to do anything they can say to him. Mm -hmm. But that's an interesting thought. Um, Yeah, that that could be that could be something that could, you know, especially if they ruffle some feathers. Yeah, well, especially if they like, you know, do this thing where, you know, the Usos losing in and then Romans like get out. And then I imagine they would disappear for a little bit. You know, like, when like I, gonna get I imagine the they'll probably get they'll probably end up getting drafted to Raw or maybe they already have tonight. I'll kind of take a look here. Um, but I'm guessing since they didn't get drafted along with those guys that they'll probably end up. Go- I mean, it makes sense for them to go to separate Raw. ways at yeah. this point. Um, mm. But OK, let's see, let's see. here. I'm, quite I'm pulling them up. Okay, so the the first two rounds of Raw, we had Rhea Ripley drafted to Raw, obviously, since Bianca went to SmackDown. I don't know if they're just going to switch titles or what, but mm-hmm. it's always kind of strange when it's a SmackDown belt, you know, yeah. vice versa. Austin Theory went to SmackDown. Seth Rollins stays on Raw. Charlotte stays on SmackDown. So that's the first round. Second round. Sammy and KO to Raw. Yep. Oh, okay. Usos stay on SmackDown. So let's just nullify everything we just talked about. Wow. But okay. I guess guess they want that like bloodline conflict, you know? Yeah, I mean, it makes you can milk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, we'll like Sunday obviously is going. Is it Saturday or Sunday? I don't even remember. Saturday. Okay. Okay. Derby night. Saturday. Yep. I obviously won't be watching it until Sunday, I'm sure. But um, okay, and then the Judgment Day to Raw, uh, so that's Finn, Damian, and Dominic, and then the entire LWO to SmackDown. Wow, so, so that those... so, so that means Rey Mysterio and Dominic are getting separated. Yeah, ah, uh, which I mean the the story's kind of over at this point. Uh, they, you know, mm-hmm. they've moved on to the Bad Bunny thing, but I'm sure it'll uh, rear its head again at some. Mm-hmm. But, sure. um, so that is where we're at up to date now. Yeah, you get before we kind of move on, any more thoughts on the match, the bloodline, the match Saturday, anything in this realm? I think this is just one of the better WWE stories, I guess, since we've started watching that have, you know, maybe the best one, you know, just. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, the secret sauce is Paul Heyman, you know, like, yeah. like there, there, <laughs> yeah. there is some sort of promo where he just kind of like was sort of like looking in like behind the camera or maybe it was whenever he got the call from Roman Reigns but like I don't know his looks are just 
you know, yeah, he's so good. You know, he makes it. So I'm glad now there's a part of me that's glad all of them are staying together because I just want to see them butt heads even more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it is better. I think I just kind of thought they would go on the other show, but uh, alas, they did not. So we'll just kick back to the start of SmackDown and just kind of run through, obviously, the main event being the main thing, you know, not a ton of other matches, but um, Triple H came out and announced the first four picks, which, as we mentioned, were the Bloodline minus the Usos on SmackDown, Cody to Raw, uh, Bianca to SmackDown, and Becky to Raw. But, okay, so let's talk about this title split here since Cody... Cody went to Raw, and Roman is on SmackDown, and now we're going to have a new WWE world title on Raw, where Roman will stay with the undisputed WWE championship on SmackDown. So we've now got the two world titles, one on each show, but why I don't like it at all is they trotted Triple H out last Monday and the explanation, and I don't have it verbatim, but he's basically said something like, you need a WWE champion that's going to be here every week, that's going to be defending this title, and said that Roman like worked out some negotiation where he wouldn't have to defend it as much, and they need someone that's going to fight and going to be there, and it's like, you're really just kind of shitting all over. I mean, throwing not, but the it, bus. it yeah. totally devalues everything he's done, I think. And it's like, okay, he had both belts. Yeah. And now it's just one world championship. Yeah. And let's just kind of forget about the thousand days or nearly thousand days. I mean, not forget, but to me, it I'm really sure just kind of. That, that aspect of it. I mean, oh, they will, no doubt. But it just really, it devalues it to me significantly. Um, again, I don't know a better way or what the right way to do this was. And I know they'd been debating it for a long time because I mean, it is better when there are two, a champ on each show, but they made this choice to unify them. Mm-hmm. I think they should have found a better way to not. Um, yeah. And yeah. I know you didn't watch raw. You were kind of catching up yes. via SmackDown and I know you read about it a little bit, but uh What's your reaction? And then I want to talk about the fact that Cody is on Raw and likely not even going to be challenging Roman for that title. So uh, what do you think about it? I don't know. That just seems like a really strange curveball, you know, because yes. I think like they had a good thing going with it. And I think it's I it's very much unnecessary, you know, like if Roman really wants like his like challenges to be rare. I mean, I feel like he's earned it at this, at this point, you know, yeah. um, and uh, I think that would almost be better. You know, just because he's sort of like almost like a great white whale at this point. Like the final you know? boss. Yeah, yeah, so the final speak. boss. Yeah, you know, and, you know, like when you when you trot him out, like it's a big fucking deal. You yeah. know, bigger fucking deal than it was even before WrestleMania. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. I think like I don't know. I I, I think it, it this is just sort of very unnecessary and just sort of a cheap interest grab. You know, yep. just because I, I assume agree. like the heavyweight title that's like an old classic name you know that i think yeah. people will... i like the belt the belt looks really oh yeah cool. yeah that classic like gold you know just yeah. all gold kind of thing um but but yeah you know i think i i really don't want them to devalue what roman did because after wrestlemania i am a believer yeah yes you acknowledge him mm-hmm. um but yeah, and obviously it was the story they were trying to tell was Cody toppling Roman and right. Cody being the one to topple Roman. And he didn't, but we all kind of assumed that he would be the one to do it. SummerSlam, next year's WrestleMania, I mean, who the hell knows? But now that's just gone. Right. 
And I think if let's just say hypothetically, he wins this W he's the inaugural WWE world champion. It just doesn't mean nearly as much. Mm -hmm. I don't think than if he would have beat Roman. Oh yeah. And, and admittedly he's like said, I want the WWE championship, the championship that my father couldn't win, that my father never won, that my brother never won the old historic WWE title. Yeah. This is not that. This is a new belt that I presume will have a new lineage starting with this first mm -hmm. champion. So, yeah, it does, just doesn't really add up to me. Yeah, no, it doesn't really add up either. And I think, like, in terms of legitimizing Cody, like, this doesn't really – this may be a step in a step backwards. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, again, I think it's a good thing to have the separate champs, like I said, and it, you know, creates a little more excitement. And I didn't agree with them unifying them in the first place because it kind of muddled up everything Roman was doing – now it's even muddled up, even more muddied up, whatever, even more. So uh, we'll see. And I mean, let's talk potential first champions. I mean, we know Cody and Rollins are on Raw. Probably no, the, 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 the Imperium, but I mean, I guess he's going to hold on to that shit. I mean, yeah, he's got the Intercontinental. I mean, yeah. so they said they're going to have a tournament. Obviously, they haven't announced the bracket, but if it's not Cody and Seth in the finals with Seth winning, hopefully, because I mean, they have now that three match history from last year. That was Cody's first rival when he came back. They're the two biggest stars on the, on the brand. No doubt about it. We've been talking ad nauseum about what's Rollins going to do. He needs to be in a spot much higher than Omos, uh -huh. higher than Logan. You know, he needs right. to be in a world championship picture. So mm -hmm. it's good, but I just can't imagine anyone. And granted, we don't know the whole roster yet, but it just seems uh, like it should and right. will be those and, two and I mean, in the finals. And I mean, who else went to Raw? I mean, like I know, like the Imperium did, like I mentioned, and then well, so I know, I know, I know. I, know, I, I guess we'll talk about AJ Styles in there. Yeah, AJ, he'll be, he'll tight. be in the Smackdown. mix. Well, that's SmackDown, yeah. You know, which is exciting. Oh, it was SmackDown. Yeah, it is SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, Riddle. Riddle yeah. went the Raw. Stayed there, yeah, I believe. Yeah, The Miz, Mac Drew McIntyre, he'll definitely yeah, be yeah. up there. He deserves so much better, as he we does. know. Yes. So, but, you know, McIntyre, Riddle, Cody, Rollins, you know, pretty nice. I mean, it just seems like it's got to be Cody versus Seth here, Probably. given their yeah. history last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, definitely. And I think Seth should win that because he lost all fucking three times to Cody. So, yeah. and then you further delay that Cody story, but still, it just doesn't, it just doesn't mean as much now to me personally with Cody um, and going after this brand new championship just doesn't, doesn't quite feel the same. Yeah, no, I think it's, it's a pretty weak out for them just to like add yeah. some stakes to raw for the next year. Yeah. So, continuing on the show, uh, the Usos came out after that, um, basically saying how they were going to win, even though they didn't. And Kevin and Sammy said, no, we're going to win. Yep. <laughs> it's basically what this was. But, yep. it, you know, it, oh, it's Kevin exciting. at one point was like, I'm, I'm, I've had enough. I'm done. He was yelling. Um, He's yeah. hooting. He was hollering. Yeah. So, um, 
First match, we had Butch and L.A. Knight. Um, L.A. Knight gets the dub in eight minutes, one second. I mean, for eight minutes with a commercial shoved in the middle, this was fun. I yep. mean. Yeah, it was decent, you know, like like good to see yeah. old Pete done, you know, get it done, yeah. you know. Um, but, uh, but yep. yeah, no, L.A. Knight's super over, man. Like everybody, like you know, someone who's oh, playing yeah. the hill, everybody loves him. Like what is his immediate future in terms of belts and stuff? Like I'm yeah. very curious where this guy is headed. Yeah, I don't know if he's been picked yet or had been picked yet. I'm not sure. But, I mean, he's clearly he's getting a lot of TV time, like you said, getting a lot of strong crowd reactions. We've mm. said it. He's dripping in charisma. Fans love him. Holy shit, the Sixers beat the Celtics. They did. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, yeah, I had it on, but I wasn't really paying attention. I just looked up, and it's over. They so, won by four. Celtics got some of that Bruins energy, apparently, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're yeah, gonna, same, they're they're, they're gonna they're, they're gonna ruin it for the city. Oh no! Yeah, same building. So uh, shit. Yeah, Harden had forty five, um, wow. tying the highest scoring playoff game of his career. Anywho, um, yeah, I agree. This was definitely fun for what it was. Good to see Butch out there mixing it up. I there's been talk of him going back to the Pete Dunn name, which I would definitely like to mm -hmm. see. But as we've talked about, he's certainly made the most of yes. the Butch character. And it's nice to see LA Knight win because we talked about how he lost to Xavier Woods. And it's like, okay, if he's going to start getting pushed and the crowd loves him that much, let's give right. this guy some W's. So hopefully this is kind of the start of a streak for him. Yep. Um, then there was the Usos with Heyman and Solo, um, situation where, you know, Heyman just kind of trying to pump them up there. And, um, what do you say? The tribal chief wants them to know that one way or another, he accepts that tonight is the night with Heyman staring at Solo. Um, so yeah, like those two clearly had something cooking, but, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, just kind of further intrigue, uh, as we had talked about, um, and then they trotted out Rob Van Dam and Michael P.S. Hayes to make the next picks, which was the Street Profits to SmackDown, which I'm glad they did not break them up because that was yeah. certainly a rumor that Big had been fear. flying around. So very happy about that. Um, Imperium to Raw, as you had mentioned, Edge to SmackDown, and then Matt Riddle to Raw, announced by another wrestling pothead, Rob Van Dam. That was just uh, pretty funny stuff. Yeah, but, and who's um, the other guy who's out there with him? Michael P.S. Hayes. So he yeah. was like a wrestler in the 80s, part of the fabulous Freebirds, mm -hmm. um, and he's worked at WWE forever um, backstage and he was an on-camera like interviewer under the name Doc Hendricks for a bit as well. But yeah, he's a legend. Yeah. Um, so then we had Braun Strowman and Ricochet or it was Street Profits defeat Braun Strowman and Ricochet and the LWOs Cruz del Toro and Joaquin Wild 737 again, you know, shorter matches here since they got a lot of draft coverage, but Still again, fun. made, yeah, yeah. made um, the most of the time they were given and they've been doing a lot of these kind of tag, you know, multi-man tag matches and whatnot. And uh, yeah, this, you get the street profits in there, you get Ricochet in there all flying around, you know, the then Braun Strowman guys. doing the big train thing. Yeah, and Strowman just doing big man Strowman things. Yeah, this yeah. was a this was a fun one. Yeah, you know, I think I'll stop making fun of Braun Strowman now. You know, I actually like <laughs> I actually kind of like respect like these spots and like whenever he did yeah. the train thing on the outside of the ring, I was like, okay, that's you know, they, didn't, they, didn't, play, they didn't play the dumb horn. 
you know. Yeah, yeah. We he and Rick, you know, it's always nice to have a big guy, small guy team, and I think they've worked well together. And yeah, when you have a guy like that who stands out, I mean, Dawkins obviously a pretty big dude and crushed him over at WrestleMania, if we recall. But uh, yeah, he definitely stood out in this one. But Street Profits get the the pretty expected win, I would say, and uh, wouldn't be shocked to see them uh, challenging for the tag titles soon and. We'll see if they maybe split the tag titles now, too. Interesting, I mean, yeah. I don't know if they will or not. I would guess probably not right off the bat. Well, if they're both but, on uh, SmackDown, you know, they got to get one of those, you know, to. Well, well I think that so they got drafted to Raw. Oh, 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 Sammy, oh, okay, but, oh, they did. Okay. Duh. But Sorry. the way it works is if there is a champion, like you can go on both shows. Right. Like if there's an undisputed unified champ. Right. So. But yeah, Street Profits, I feel like they won that match at Mania with like the four-way. They won this. You know, they've been kind of that like upper mid-card tag team. Right. You know, former champs, obviously, you know, the Usos held it for so long, so it's been a while, but would like to see them. Uh, them versus Kevin and Sammy, I think, would be a hell of a match. Yeah, no, I think that would be, yeah, definitely something exciting to build toward. Like, I assume that would be in a, like a later pay-per-view or like a, summer slammy thing maybe yeah or, i don't know i mean we'll see uh obviously the titles are not being defended this weekend but uh you know someone's gonna have to step up after that so yeah. i think the next show is night of champions mm-hmm. which is in saudi arabia which kevin and sammy probably won't even go because yeah. sammy's got the syrian connection uh, so i mean right. he's been pretty anti that but night of champions also is a show where all of your titles are supposed to be defended so maybe that maybe they do crown new tag team champions there i don't know that's where interesting yeah that's where the world champion is the final is at night of champions but we shall see we shall so round three jbl and teddy long out we got big bob to big, smack oh yeah. down. That's, a, that's a that's a fun development he's yeah. always he's been a raw guy I, like i just yeah. give him in that big through right through that big right like red neon you know coming out yep. with mvp bum 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 yep. yeah yeah no no it's fun to see him like kind of going over to the other you know i would like, like who's big bob's like big rival gonna be over there Hmm. Well, Austin Theory also went over, but hopefully they kind of keep those guys separated after this weekend. Yeah. Uh, after the the triple threat. So, uh, as we said, Drew, who deserves so much better, going to Raw. The OC, AJ Styles, Gallows, Anderson, and Meechin, Mia Yim, SmackDown, and the Miz on Raw. Um, and then we had. Puerto Rico zones, Alina Vega defeat Sonia Deville in three minutes, five seconds. Mm-hmm. Not really too much to uh, talk about here, no, but uh, really. Zelina getting the very expected win leading to her match with Rhea Ripley. But and then Rhea Ripley came in to attack, uh, but Zelina was able to counter with right. the DDT and she got the upper hand because there's no way in hell she's winning this weekend. Right. As we've said, that'll be just kind of a, you know, fun hometown crowd, get some pops, get some. Yeah. Yeah, Cause the crowd was kind of dead during this. I feel like, you know, it's not very interested, but yeah, hopefully the Puerto Rican crowd will, uh, you know, give it a shot in the arm. Yeah. I would assume that they wouldn't, I'm sure she'll have multiple like roll near roll ups or like, you know, kind of moments that you'll get them to bite. So it should be fun. Um, and then there was Zelina back there with Santos and Rey Mysterio kind of pumping her up and, uh, you know, telling telling her she's going to win. Yeah. So, 
Um, then the OC came out, which this was Styles' return. He'd been out for a number of months, uh, so good to see him back. Um, and the Viking Raiders ended up showing up, and they got beat up. And yeah. I'm guessing there will be some sort of a little feud here. So yes. uh, just nice to see Styles back, and uh, yeah, that's that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, round four, DA, former DX members, Shawn Michaels and Road Dog Jesse James. We've got damage control. So they made this whole big, they make this whole big deal about every year, you know, right. tag teams can be split up and you never know what's going to happen, but everyone's getting drafted together, you know, so damage control, Bailey, Dakota Kai and EO Sky stay together, which I don't necessarily agree with because they lose every time, but they go to SmackDown, so at least it's different. Right. Shinsuke Nakamura to Raw, start using the guy. He better not fucking lose to Cross on SmackDown this week. Yeah. Um, okay, then we get some interesting, some NXT picks, the women's tag team champions, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, and then the NXT women's champion, Indy Hartwell. What'd you think of them uh, treating this almost like NCAA tournament, having like the NXT room yeah. when it cut to them and like cheering for their people. Oh, I'm, I'm glad they had their, like one person there who, who like yeah. got to have that, like, you know, moment of um, ascendance, you know? Ascendance so what feet. I did read that fire and Dawn actually did not know they were getting. Oh, drafted. that's so exciting. So that, yeah, is, so that is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then Indy Hartwell, also the women's champ going to raw. So, I don't know. Usually when this happens, you know, they end up dropping those belts pretty quickly. I could see them kind of carry, you know, bringing them to the main roster, but I would assume they'll probably each lose sooner than later. But right. who knows? I mean, maybe they'll defend them on Raw and SmackDown, vice versa. I don't know. But uh, happy for them for sure. I haven't oh, seen yeah. a no, ton of no, Fire they, and they Dawn. They seem genuinely excited and surprised, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But I do I'm I do really like Indy Hartwell. So mm -hmm. uh yeah, good stuff. Um and then Fire and Dawn were interviewed by Mackenzie Mitchell, um, and then challenged by Caden Carter and Katana Chance. So yeah, I forgot they did get challenged, so maybe they'll lose them this I guess it's tomorrow night. So yeah. Um, and then Nakamura was attacked by fuckhead Carrie and Scarlett just like stared off into space. They look yeah. like they're the biggest, like, I don't know, like, they're, like, they're like very, like, after that you beat somebody up, their menacing stares are just like so, like, yeah, yeah they're just, pretty, just, get, just get off yeah, my TV, yeah, cross. Yeah, yeah, just pretty flat. Scarlett can stay, but you can just yeah, go yeah, away, yeah, just cross them out, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that basically led us to the main event. So, uh, that's SmackDown. Yeah, it was, um, I thought, it, I, I thought it was a good, like, you know, for having like the draft stuff, like kind of in between where it was kind of, you know, fun to like hear the stuff, uh, the stuff, but like, you know, it wasn't like promos, matches, stuff like that. You know, I thought it was yeah. a pretty good episode. I enjoyed it. Agreed. It and, good. uh, we'll again cover, uh, well, I guess we'll be covering backlash, yes. but probably talking a little bit about SmackDown happenings, um, for next week's show. But, uh, yeah, anything uh, anything else here before we uh, do whatever it is that's going to happen next? This is a Brain Buster Boys production. From Okerland Media. Okay, very good. Rick Blair, you have made world... Put that cigarette out.
WWE Headquarters Titan Towers Stamford, Connecticut Alright everybody, big week coming up, got a couple of go-home shows, then Backlash. Gonna need all hands on deck this week. Did everyone read the email I sent last night? Yes, Paul. Great. Let's start with Backlash and work our way back. Let's see, we got Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega. This should be pretty easy. I feel like the angle is we let Zelina get in a lot of offense for the hometown crowd. Did you make sure that she got her gear and, you know, the Puerto Rican flag on the trunks? Got in yesterday. Excellent. Like I said, let her get in some offense for the hometown crowd. A couple good near falls. Then we get Judgment Day interference, breaking up a 2.9 count. Then Ripley... Wait, wait a minute. What is it, Shane? Puerto Rican flag? What's up, Puerto Rico? Isn't Puerto Rico, like, almost a state? Why don't we just have her wear an American flag? What up, America? You know, we could reach the... The... Patriotic demographic. (laughs) Well, Shane, if you, uh, look here... The Puerto Rican flag pretty much looks like the American one. Oh, wow. Okay. New idea. Now I'm thinking maybe we can appeal to both. I can see the headlines. WWE. Patriotic and diverse. Pipe down, son. Patriotic demographic, Jesus Christ! It's Zelina Vega, not Kurt fucking Angle! Just embarrassing me like you did on national television! WrestleMania Sunday, tearing your quad on a leapfrog! What kind of idiot does that? Wait, Dad, didn't you tear your quad at Royal Rumble 2005? What's up, hospital? Yeah, but I finished the job, dammit! I didn't just lay there riding in the middle of the fucking ring! And let Snoop Dogg call all the shots of all the people to save your ass. Ha! Isn't it the most pathetic thing you've ever heard? (laughs) I... I mean... You know, it hurt, Dad. But yeah, I mean, you know, you're the man. Alright, let's get back to it. Big week, guys. Next, Theory, Lashley, Bronson, Reed, U.S. title. So a lot of direction we can go here. Oh, this one's fucking obvious, Paul. Theory, A-Town fucking down. Three minutes, 45 seconds. It'll be just like the Golden Egg all over again. Wasn't that a fucking great idea? Yeah, Vince, uh, that was real good. Real, real good. Uh, Stuff like that is exactly what Endeavor is looking for now. 
No better way to kick off this TV deal. Well, Pa, I mean, uh, the kid did really start taking off after working with Mr. McMahon, and uh, I had a heck of a run with that U.S. title. Right, Nick. So I know pulling the trigger on this title change would be a lot, but Lashley's been hot. Weeds looked like an absolute monster on TV, and I think if we take it off theory, we can really surprise some people. No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. Lashley's got Austin in the Hurt Locker just after he puts Bronson Reed's fat ass through the announcer's table. And, uh, and Austin's losing his legs, and uh, he's about to tap, but then uh, Elias comes out, and he smashes him with his guitar. Yeah, we could, but... We can even use one of those flamingo guitars they use in all that Spanish music. It'll be just like Kane and the Honky Talk Man way back when. You know, like Jeff fucking Jarrett used to do. No one's done that in forever. Uh, Jeff Jarrett did that last week in AEW. What? That old fuck is still wrestling? Why don't we just fucking sign him, Paul? Because you fired him, Vince. Well, uh, we'll just have Elias do it then. He's better than Jeff Jarrett anyway. I got, and then, I can come out with Rick Boobs. I'll sing my Braun Strowman song. Then we can hit Lashley with Boog's electric guitar. That'll really hurt. You know, because it's electric. It's like, you know, hard. And it'll shock him and shit. Oh, great idea there, Shane. Marvelous. I fucking love it. Really, Dad? No! Who the fuck hit someone with an electric guitar? This isn't the Who at Woodstock. It's goddamn wrestling. And that song sucks anyway. Nobody likes it. Okay. Let's table this one. Moving on. What do we have here? Oh, this will be interesting. All right. We got almost versus Seth. Yes, sir. We got the Colossus Omasis. And that little shit, Seth Rollins. We're gonna bring almost down from the ceiling. And when Rollins comes in doing his little finger conducty thing in me, Jiggy, Omos will choke slam him through the announcer table before the bell. I, uh, like the choke slam thing. All right. So we let Omos get a little offense in early, but I don't see any reason that we don't get to the curb stomp in at least five. Five? Five fucking minutes? Jesus Christ, Paul. You are talking about the biggest and best talent in the entire fucking promotion. We need to give this one at least half an hour. Well, Vince, if you're going to give this one half an hour... What do you suggest we shorten to make room for it? Riddle, Sammy, Owens, and the Usos? Well, well, well no. Uh, maybe we could just, um, uh, just you know, make the whole show longer and... Endeavor is wanting us to keep our pay-per-views under three hours. Uh, that was at the top of the list during our conference call the other day. What conference call? Yeah, Dad. Uh, 
we had one Monday afternoon. We, uh, you know, we had Panera. But remember, you had that doctor's appointment. I didn't have a fucking doctor's appointment! I'm in perfect health, damn it! I don't need no fucking doctor! Who the fuck told you that? Okay, alright. This meeting is going in a lot of directions. And I'm not sure any of them are what we want. How about we just stop here, break until tomorrow, take the evening to think of some new ideas. Like ones that haven't been suggested yet in this meeting. Fresh ideas. I don't need to take the night, Paul! I got a ton of ideas! My head's full of them! Alright, so Omas! Alright, tomorrow morning, everyone... for dinner tonight marissa's making eggplant parmesan you know what's up italy nick feel free to come too if you want hey uh that sounds nice shane ah she she makes it too soupy besides i uh, uh i got ideas to come up with you've never ever tried it nikon what's up mr mcmahon how about what I was saying about Omos and Rollins? You know, bringing the big guy down from the ceiling. Show slam through the announcer's table before the bell. Built towards Omos. No selling the curve stuff to show how much of an absolute monster he is. Yeah, um, what about it? Well, that's a good fucking idea, right? You know, uh, it is, uh, something we could consider. Yeah, um, and then, uh, then Omos can give him two or, or three or <laughs> five choke slams. Then, uh, on the sixth one, you know, like, Rollins can, like, low blow him. And then when he tries to put him in the pedigree, he can, you know, uh, uh, do the thing where he, uh, you know, does the thing where he, uh, God damn it, Nick! I fucking lost it, man! No, no, you, uh, <laughs> you haven't, sir. Not even getting invited to this conference call? What the fuck is even going on in my company? Well, I, I, I don't think they really wanted to, you know, uh, trouble you with something trivial. Look, the house the old man built and turned into a skyscraper. Brick by fucking brick. And now it's like I never even walked through the fucking door. <sighs> Nick, do you think the business has just passed me by? Oh, oh no, sir. Uh, not, not at all. Then why? Then why don't? Why don't they like my ideas? Well, how do I say this, Mister McMahon? Um, they didn't like those ideas. You just, I don't know. Need to find some other ones. Get a new source of inspiration. New source of inspiration? Are you gonna try and tell me to watch that New Japan bullcrap again? I'm not watching any of that indie shit. No, 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 no. I, I mean, just look up some storylines. I don't know. Uh, listen, Mr. McMahon, I got a 3.30 meeting. Where can I find just wrestling storylines? It's not like you can just punch that in on the computer. <laughs> you know, uh, you actually can. Mr. McMahon, have you ever heard of ChatGPT?
wrestling storyline uh, about uh, 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 who the fuck am I gonna put in here? Uh, da, fuck, uh, 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 oh, Cody Rhodes and uh, 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 Brock Lesnar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar are vying for the top spot and respected divisions. As a heavyweight division struggles to find a new champion, this shit's kind of boring. Come on, let's keep going. The Cody once again the champion of the lightweight division, but the victory comes at a price. Brock, angry and humiliated by his defeat, attacks Cody after the match and leaves him lying in the ring. The feud between the two men is far from over, and fans can't wait to see what will happen next. What? Huh? No, 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 no. No, this isn't it. We don't even have fucking lightweight divisions anymore. I know it. Supercomputer. <sighs> Alright, um, mm, mm, mm. right, right, uh, right, a uh, wrestling storyline, right, a uh, wrestling storyline. Alright, oh, ooh, about, about, ooh, my boy, my boy, Omas, Omas, and, uh, oh, god damn it, um, uh, who, god damn it, who, who can he fight? Uh, oh, who, who, <laughs> just little fucking Jared, yeah, yeah, fuck it, ha, 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 Alright, alright, alright. Omas, a towering figure at seven foot tall. Weighing over 300 pounds! An imposing force! Ooh, yeah, it's getting it, it's getting it! Jeff Jarrett, on the other hand, a veteran wrestler known for his technical prowess and showmanship. Showmanship, my ass, little slap nuts! Former world champion, blah, 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 yeah, yeah. Jeff Jarrett challenges Omos, yeah, to a match, hoping to prove that wrestling is more than just about brute force. Lies! Jeff uses his technical abilities, boom, to try to outsmart Omos. But the big man proves to be too strong and easily overpowers Jeff and wins the match. Oh yeah, now that's, that's the kind of good stuff. That's the kind of good stuff. Jeff, unwilling to accept defeat, challenges Omos to a rematch. But this time he adds a stipulation. If he wins, Omos must retire from wrestling for good. No, 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 no. Omos feeling confident in his ability to agrees to the match. Rematch grueling battle. Oh no, Omos will. Relies on his raw power to try and crush Jeff. Yes, yes. In the end, however, Jeff manages to catch Omos off guard. As a surprise move, he pins Omos for the three count. What? The two have shaped hands. Oh, God. Found a newfound respect for themselves. What the fuck is this? Why would they respect each other and shake fucking hands because of a respect for technical wrestling? Ah, God damn it. This is sports entertainment, not gymnastics. Ah! The storylines have no fucking soul! Fuck! The fucking fucking computer! Ah! What? Hey, Dad. What the fuck do you want, Shane? Can't you see I'm busy writing storylines? No, I, uh, can't. You know, maybe if I FaceTimed you, I could, but last time I did, you threw your phone and said, Never to call you on that Logan Paul pussy shit again. Well, what do you want? So I was just calling you, you know, follow up on coming over for dinner. <laughs> I told you, Shane, I'm fucking busy. Maybe, just maybe, if we finished our meeting today and you would have vouched for my ideas, I'd have time to come over and try Melissa's eggplant parmesan. Or maybe if you would have told me about the phone call with Endeavor. Dad, they told me.
you have a doctor's appointment. Who's they? Smell, boy! I'm your father! Who's they? Well, uh, you know, Bruce and Paul and Nick. Fucking Nick Khan! That big fat slime ball! I knew it! Uh, I'm sorry, Dad. If I would have known, I would have told you. Even after the sale, this is, this is, you know, this is your company. I respect that. I've, I've always respected that. I know, Shane. It's just, I gotta nail these storylines. You know, I want the absolute best, and I'll do whatever it takes to get it. For this company, for, you know, us. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I get it, Dad. Well, Nick's coming over for dinner tonight, so if you change your mind, uh, I know Marissa doesn't like yelling and fighting at dinner. It freaks out the kids. We're trying to get them to enjoy a big family dinner. And you know, keep keep them off their phones and, and their computers. What's up, technology? Wait, computers? Shane! Uh, uh, you ever heard of, uh, this, uh, chat GPT? Uh, yeah. Actually, I, I got a call f from the dean at, at Bloomington the other day because Declan's English professor caught him using that to write his papers. Apparently, Dex said it does a pretty good job writing papers. Like, it was designed just for that. Wait! Okay, I know it's a fucking stupid idea, but, uh, you know, was thinking at that meeting today that... What if there was a version of that that we could just use to maybe, like, write wrestling storylines? Well, yeah. I mean... But like the Dean said, you know, that would be plagiarizing. No, 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 no! What if there was a version of that just made for us? For the WWE! That gives us exactly what I... What we want! Storylines with some, uh, you know, oomph. I know it sounds stupid, but... Well, I mean, we'd have to get people to build it for us. Like who? Technology guys. But not just any old technology guys at Best Buy. The top of the line, you know, the best of the best. Why are you asking about this? It's just, you know, hypothetical and, you know... Uh, a goddamn calculator can write better stories than this fucking Nick Khan! You know, Dad, maybe you ought to just sleep on these ideas. You know, maybe come over and have dinner with us. Work it out before the meeting tomorrow. Maybe you could just use a break. No, Shane, I, 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 I gotta get back to work! Alright. Well, let me know if you change your... Alright, uh, where are the best technology people... Near Stamford, Connecticut. There are several excellent technology institutes near Stamford, Connecticut that offer a wide range of programs. Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT. <laughs> we'll see what you think of this, Paul. <laughs>